No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Porn Up, the Smackin' Raw podcast. I am your host, the patron saint of podcast and the warden Matt Ritter, and I am here uh, in a, a monogamous relationship for the first time in a long time, which is something he <laughs> prefers, with my co-host, the Sultan of Spitter Swallow, Daddy Delgado, the Pornhub puppy, and Poppy. My friend Vince, who's your daddy? Not you. <laughs> What's up, Matt? How's it going? What's going on? Not much, man. Just chilling, chilling. I uh, enjoyed an, a pleasant Saturday evening of playing uh, Spider Man 2 on my PS5. Completely forgot that there was an AEW pay per view, by the way. I thought it was Sunday, so I have no idea what happened on the pay per view. Uh, which shouldn't be we're not going to talk about that anyway. Like, we'll talk about one thing from the pay per view, but like, we're not smashing or passing full gear. So, Sw- uh, uh, what swerve, uh, hanging hangman? No, 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 that's not what we're going to talk about. We we're not quite at news and rumors yet. I've, the, I've got some news and rumors, so all right, all right, cool, cool. We know who the big signing is Ronda Rousey. It was not Ronda Rousey, all right, all right. thank god. Uh, <laughs> so you were playing Spider Man, yes. I. Travis uh, alerted me early yesterday morning mm-hmm. that uh, Final Fantasy 16 was on sale on the PlayStation. Ooh. So uh, I went and picked that up for about $42 and got That's into that late last night, early this morning. And then again, while Zoe was sleeping. And then again, after she woke up from her nap, when I just left her, I was trying to leave her with Kate and she came down and watched me. So I've been playing my way through Final Fantasy 16, enjoying the shit out of that so far. Okay, all right. So when when did you pick it up today? Uh, I started playing it when I got home from work last night. Okay, gotcha. So I got it yesterday, downloaded it. It was ready to go, hopped on about 11 o'clock last night. Okay, so around when we normally be recording on our usual Friday nights. Well, it's no longer our usual Friday nights. It hasn't been for a long time. No, I know, I know. But what would have been our Friday nights? Yeah. So instead of recording the podcast, you got to jumpstart a Final Fantasy. Now that you that is live. correct. I also yeah. kind of wish I was doing that instead of here, but like we got we got a show to do. So I mean, I can it's good. It's good shit. Um, <laughs> Vince. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Creation World. Yeah, that's uh, that's a banner we usually have over here. And the reason that we have that banner is because if you go to twitch.tv slash creation world, it is free if you have an Amazon Prime subscription to give us a sub. Uh, you yes. get a sub with Prime Gaming that you can link to your Twitch account every month. It costs you absolutely nothing because you're already paying for Amazon Prime. Give that to us. I'm not I'm, I'm done telling you to give it to your favorite content creator because fuck it, I'm your favorite content creator. <laughs> I get topless for you, I flex for you, I talk about fucking 
sucking and licking and sticking and all sorts of fun shit over here. I'm your favorite content creator. We do. We talk about sucking, fucking, licking, and sticking. All, all, all those things. Yeah. Um, so give it to us. Give it to me. Give it to Travis. Uh, give it to, give Evans. it to us. Give it, yeah. give it to us. Give it to us hard. Um, also, you can go to YouTube.com slash Creation World, where it is free to like, to subscribe, to comment. Vince, what does that do? Boost. Help it helps the algorithm boost. It helps it boost find the algorithm viewers. and helps us find new listeners. Something and like that. Katie, what am I? Subscribe to YouTube because Matt's a whore. That's what the comment says if you're listening. Because she's in she's in the chat. Uh, yeah. I am a whore, and I want to be shared with every member of your family, your extended family, your friends. I want to be in their ears the way that Vince wants me inside his ass. Um that Pause. is what I need Pause. for you to do for me. So share me with as many people as possible because I love being shared. My wife is not a huge fan of me being shared, but I am. So uh, do that. And while you're doing that, flick the bean. Little notification bell up top. Get notified every time we go live Monday through Fridays for the Creatia Conversation. Next week is Thanksgiving, so it'll be a three-day week. You will get me and Will on Monday. And me and Bridget on Tuesday. Uh, but we will have Thursday, Friday off. So you'll get three days of us next week. But not only do you get smacking around every Saturday at 11 p.m. Central, midnight Eastern time like you are right now. Tomorrow, because it is every other Sunday. And tomorrow is the next every other Sunday after the last every other Sunday. You get getting off where me and the core four, if everyone still shows up, and Will, <laughs> Katie Reek, and Just. Uh, and Will are all going to sit down and we're going to watch a shit ton of old B-movie horror trailers and smash or pass these based on the trailer. I'm assuming most of which uh, they have not seen the movies for. So uh, it's going to be a good time to see how they feel about these movies just based off an old school trailer. I've got a huge fucking list. We're going we're gonna to have a good time with it. So come watch us smash and pass tomorrow night and watch some trailers live. YouTube.com slash Creation World or Twitch.tv slash Creation World. Yes, um, yes. I guess it means it's it's news and rumors time now. Normally, I'd be like Katie, do your thing, but uh, uh Katie, Katie's, you know, Katie, do your thing in the chat. Well, she sent me some stuff. She did. She she still okay. wanted to make sure she was on her job. So, backlash will be May fourth. Uh, May the fourth mm -hmm. be with you in France because cool. fuck we America mean. and all of our bullshit and the fact that we get everything start spreading the love overseas. Um. Ray Mysterio apparently had a torn meniscus, had to get knee surgery. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that. The 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 nude photos pussy run wild in the Delgado house. Oh, it always is. <laughs> Someone's done doing their dishes. Hey, there there he is. There he is. So yeah, Ray uh Ray Ray actually had to have knee surgery. My buddy John actually called me. He's like, so hey. Is this like some bullshit, or did Ray actually need to get knee? I'm like, well, Santos beat him up to ride him off TV so he could get the knee surgery, but yes, he needed right. knee surgery. So yeah, um, um, I like it. It's it's good. I mean, dude deserves to get get work done and get healthy. You know, he's what like 57 now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like that. the the, the man like needs a break. TikTok. Yeah. Um, he's cleaning bongs and listening to us. That listen, Will. There's no other way I'd rather have you listening to us than while you're, you know, 
balls deep in a bong, getting it nice and clean. Um, there you go. Kurt Angle says a movie about his life is coming. Okay. Um, not not his life coming, but it about his life is coming. Um, okay, okay. Who would you want to see play Kurt Angle in a movie about Kurt Angle? Mm. That's a good question. I honestly, I, I honestly don't know. Who? Jay what's Gable. a Johnny Sins? <laughs> um, I mean, bald, bald Kurt Angle. Yeah, I can see Johnny Sins. I, um, I don't know that. Who's yes, the Katie dude? Who's Gable. the dude that plays? Uh, 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 Shaw in uh in Hobbs and Shaw in the Fast and Furious franchise. I forget the dude's name. Jason Statham. Yeah, there you go. Jason Statham. Him. Him. He's a little. I, I feel like he's a little too skinny to play Kurt. But okay. If 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 we get into the the dark days of his Perk Angle TNA days, then I feel like he'd be perfect for that role. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Netflix did like a Vicente Fernandez like Netflix show where they went ahead and have like multiple different actors play Vicente Fernandez, so they can have multiple different actors play Kurt Angle in different stages in his career. Yeah, uh, apparently Jason Statham is British. It's okay. It's okay. Kurt Angle has a has a fondness for the British, or so I'm told. Something like that. Uh, Dakota is bushy, signed with AEW, so it's official. Okay. That is not the major signee, by the way. That's just a thing that happened. Um, however, the big signing at Full Gear turned out to be... Drum roll, please. William Ospreay. Ah, uh, boo. Who we've seen on TV multiple Already. times. You know, uh, the great Ocon secondhand man. Over there in the United Empire, um, guess he won't be the fifth man for Team Survivor Series. Good, good. That's that. That's fine. I mean, look, the way they fra- it, it, Tony Khan phrased it, what it made it seem like it wasn't necessarily someone that hadn't been on AEW television before, so that someone that finalized a, a contract with AEW. Someone that was respected by the AEW fans. So it had to be someone that caters to the AEW fans. So it wasn't going to be Punk. It wasn't going to be someone like Dolph or even Mercedes Monet. Because, you know, some people don't fucking like her like that. How did he sign an AEW contract while he's still under contract with New Japan? Mm, who will not be wrestling for AEW? Is that not contract tampering? Never mind. Um, Yeah. More than likely, what, what, yeah. You're 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 a sports fellow, Vince. Yes. Uh, what's what's the Big Twelve? The Big Twelve is uh, that's mostly football. So like, uh, I don't football. I don't American football. Okay. Um, but it's is is isn't it like a big football thing? That college football. That's all well, I know. Apparently, WWE yes. is partnered with the Big Twelve. Uh, yes. And the custom title will be given to the MVP of the final game on December second. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I oh, saw that. Tony Khan got a promise ring from Will Ospreay. A promise ring. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, but still, that's still technically tampering because you can't have conversations until the contract is up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, can- I can hear your pussy meowing, Vince. 
I had those that late at nights. And last but not least, uh, the man that Solo Sokoa throat fucked to oblivion, Juan Cena, somehow will be doing a talk show. Apparently, it's probably already recorded before he got throat fucked. Um, it's going to be called What Drives You, and it will be on Roku. It'll be eight episodes, and it'll be Cena driving around and talking about cars with celebrities. Oh, that's cool. No, it's not. I'd watch that, man. I wouldn't. I would. I'd give two fucks about celebrities and their cars. Depends on the celebrity. If no. it's Snoop Dogg off the smoke, yes. I kind of want to see where... don't give a fuck about Snoop Dogg talking about cars. The only person on the I want on that show talking about cars is Dominic Toretto. As Dominic Toretto. Not Vin Diesel. <laughs> Dom Toretto. Because I need to know about how he sent cars to space and shit. Like... I need mm-hmm. Dom's thought. That that's it. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, he got the blessing from uh, New, New Japan, Japan to explore options. Apparently, oh, that's cute. So, like, they had an amicable bro- amicable breakup, and they're like, "Hey, you know, if you want to find other partners, this and that." And he goes to Tony, and he's like, "Tony, um, I'm I'm in the middle of a split up, and it's kind of serious. But when things are over, you're you're the one I want to be with." And gave him a promise ring. So, okay. Um, still, I mean, it, it's whatever. Like, I mean, like the so like, the interest, yeah, so like what Seinfeld did. Yeah, the interest from WWE side is still like interesting because I'd be curious to see what he could do in WWE and what that would look like. But in AEW, it's more or less what we've been seeing. It's a safe bet. Um, we'll see. I mean, Jay White. The, the last New Japan pro wrestling guy to come over to AEW, and he was in the main events of Full Gear tonight, challenging for the world title unsuccessfully, but still, he was there. Spoilers. Uh, I mean, people should come in here knowing that there's going to be spoilers. Well, I told you we're not talking about Full Gear, and here you are talking about Full Gear. I said one thing, and the one thing was Will Ospreay. And then what did you do? You said number two. You... You and my three-year-old follow instructions the exact same way. I mean, you should you should know this. You should expect nothing less from me. You know what I do expect from you, Vince? What? Spit or swallow. Ooh, my favorite part. Okay. Uh, so where do I start? Do I start with the main thing that I think you Normally you know? at the tip, and then you work your way down the shaft. Uh, you end with the balls. Just- Usually, I like to blow my load all the way at the beginning. You can cup them while you're working on the shaft, though, until you get to them. Mm, seems like you kind of perfected the technique there. I have. Um, okay, so I'm just going to, just because I know it's going to bother you if I do multiple spit uh, spits and or swallows about them. So I'm just going to swallow everything Judgment Day and everything Judgment Day adjacent from Monday Night Raw. From the Raw opener with Team Cody being interrupted by Judgment Day that leads into the little scuffle into the tag match between, uh, what was it, JD and Dom versus Sammy and Seth. In between that little scuffle, JD took a bullet for Damian Priest, took a spear from uh, Jey Uso. Got his cut. I didn't know they were a biker gang, but apparently they are. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then the backstage segment, like Rhea and everyone's like, yeah, JD deserved it. If it wasn't for him, he took that hit from you. He's the one banged up now. And then, like, if he didn't, then you wouldn't be 100% in the main event. 
and Brace finally embracing JD McDonough. He's JD is in JD. I love to see it. I'm all about it. And then the big swerve in the main event. Once we actually got the tag title match, Drew motherfucking McIntyre came out, stared into Jay Uso's soul, claimed the fuck out of him, cost him and Cody the tag titles, then shook hands with Rhea Ripley. Kinda- Rhea Ripley. Because he acknowledged the real leader, despite yeah. what Damien said earlier in the night. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot that. That, well, that shit was funny. I've got it here. Listen, you finish yours, and then I'll run down mine. I got I bet, got details. Bet. All, right. all right. Bet, bet, bet. So then, so, so yeah, all that is really was really well done. I'm liking what they're doing with Judgment Day leading into Survivor Series, which I secured my tickets this morning, by the way. I'll be, I'll be in, in attendance for sure. Really? Because I've been telling people you were going. Oh, I was going to go. It sound like you were going to go regardless. So. I was going to go regardless, but I just wanted to let 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 everyone know and let you were going to go primarily... without tickets. I was going to get tickets regardless, but I was I got the tickets finally today because we okay. we found some some tickets that were actually pretty good. They were like the last row on the floor seat by the ramp, so we'll be like the first row in front of the stage, holding up a Get Your Podcast sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. look up for um, that. <laughs> so I've got Cody, Jay, Sammy, and Seth are all in the ring. There's a little tension between Cody and Seth because Cody beat Seth repeatedly and then said, Hey, your title's not good enough for me. Uh, Judgment Day comes down. They're like, How the fuck are you four randos going to pull it together to, you know, win a match? It's like, Oh, they're only like uh, fucking Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sammy Zayn, and uh, Jay Uso. So, like, you know, the the uh, secondhand man to Roman Reigns, motherfucking Cody Rhodes, the world heavyweight champion, and Sami Zayn. Um, Judgment Day takes shots saying Sami's a loser. Seth has lost to Cody repeatedly. Cody can beat everyone in the ring but can't win a fucking title. And Jay was in the bloodline and no one can trust him. Cody's like, eh, you know what? Uh, nice try, not working for me. Uh, but who who's the leader here again? Oh, because Rhea's not here so who's in charge and damien's like i'm the motherfucking leader it's like no you're not bro you're really not we know what's going on but nice try um priest then accepts a challenge for jd and dom versus seth and sammy which vince mentioned we had that tag match Mm -hmm. uh that ends in a dq as damien and finn jump seth and sammy and guess who's giving instructions the leader of the judgment day mommy herself rhea ripley and not only that, she went ahead and de- defused the situation too by Lan- saying, "You know what, Priest? You'll be the leader of Judgment Day in War Games." You know, so she she ran. If I can't be there to run shit, yeah, you're you're a great vice president to our biker gang. Um, yeah, Cody I, and Jay I, I, get I like involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try but can't keep up with uh, these four separate. Um, Adam Pierce finds his balls and bans everyone involved in war games from the arena, which would technically include our main event tag team match, Jay and Cody versus Finn and Damian. But because he said anyone involved in war games gets banned from the arena. He didn't mm-hmm. say except for whatever. Uh, but hey, is. look, he, he found his balls, started yelling at people, kick people out. Um, Rhea then loses her shit. And uh, Pierce says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, then tries to ban Rhea from ringside, but Zoe interrupts. Questions if Rhea is spreading herself a little too wide for everyone. 
Uh, but Rhea said she can handle all the loads. Uh, but he said at home, just sad having to hear that being said on TV. No load is too big for mommy to handle. That's what you want to hear. Uh, Damien makes JD official after taking one for the team, as Vince mentioned. Drew also shakes hands with Rhea and makes it official at the end as uh, probably the fifth man for their Survivor Series team. And it's probably going to be Randy Orton on the other side. I really hope it's Randy Orton because... I hope it's CM Punk. He's... I know it's not, but I do. Look, I, would, I want to watch everyone lose their shit. Well, you're going to watch me lose my shit. I'm going to be No, like in a bad way. Like all the people, uh, oh my God, I can't. And I just want to sit there and be like... Okay, TC Fontaine. Watch, <laughs> thriving off of negativity. I see you. Fucking right. Well, it's CM Punk too. So like, I kind of just want him to show up and kind of like one up everything that AEW has been trying to do ever since they booted him out of the company. Uh, it'd be great to see him back. Daddy's home. I'm about to lose his spot. I don't know about that. Um, I did see uh, that WWE was uh, once again hinting and making references to his uh, Broken Dreams theme song that he had back in the day. Dude, I, I really to get off this fucking theme song's dick. No, really it was really it's fantastic. Get, I want them to make a Judgment Day version of it. I just need them to. I need everyone to get off old theme song dick. I really do. Speaking just of which, Carlito, give him back his theme song. I wonder if get off old theme. No, that that's a long title. Hmm. We'll workshop it. Um, yeah. I am going to swallow uh, Tegan Knox defeating Piper Niven. Uh, yeah, enjoying the women on Raw. Um, was no, they had a good match. Uh, the ghost of Tegan Knox's knees is alive and well, mm-hmm. um, and got that win over Piper. And uh, good for her because even though she had Natty out there in her corner, which I don't know, man. Natty might be good. She might not be. You can't really tell. It's a week-by-week basis with Natty. She's female Big Show. Yeah. Well, I I, I compare her more akin to a female Dolph Ziggler. They always put her to start off feuds with people. They always book her as a baby face, and then like two weeks later as a heel, they always go back and forth. Uh, Katie's like Natty is just always there. Yep. I hope he doesn't bring back that theme song. Natty's just always there. Yeah. You don't like good things, Jesus. That's what that is. What you got next, Vince? Better swallow. Uh, I'm gonna stick to Raw, and I'm gonna swallow Luke Kaiser defeating Tommaso Ciampa. Cause fuck this version of DIY. I started this narrative last week. I'm gonna continue this narrative until they win me over. But Luke Wickeiser got the victory with the help of Giovanni Vinci. And I'm glad that my boy Giovanni got some praise from Gunther. Because for the longest time, he's always been the whipping guy. He's always been the dude that's taking all the flack from both Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther. He got some praise. He's the reason why Ludwig got that victory over Tommaso Ciampa. So shout out to my boy Giovanni Vinci getting some love. Sure. Um, I I won't say I'm in love with this version of DIY, especially them taking a loss. Um, I I did enjoy Kaiser getting kind of jealous over, you know, Vinci getting some love, so yeah, I'll give you that. 
Um, yeah. I'm going to swallow Zia Lee beating Indy into submission, adding another girl to her list of victims with a kick so that they could no longer compete because they could not get to their feet. Um, Becky then shows up, wants to fight, but Zaya's like, it's not my time yet, and takes off. And then Becky's like, well, don't worry about it because next week's going to be your time whether you like it or not, bitch. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? What? So this is actually something I was going to ask you like before we start actually recording, but it kind of like feeds into what you were talking about. With, me. with the stuff we're going to cover with what happened on SmackDown in regards to the women's war games development team, like the team's development over there, Zaya now makes sense as a temporary alliance on team damage control. They already said 4v4. When did they say 4v4? Uh, when they made the match and they challenged them to a 4v4. I don't, you know what? I didn't pay attention to that part, but... I hope that's not the case. I do want. I hope it is. Why? Because I don't want it to get too fucking convoluted. There are four members of damage control right now. They're brand new members. We don't need to add a random fifth woman. I'd hate for them to add Zaylee as a fifth woman because that's just racist. Just putting them all on the same team. And then they couldn't even find a fucking. They barely found a fucking fourth. Who are they going to find to be the fifth? The person that everyone thought it was going to be and wanted it to be, but then it wasn't. Oh, we're not there yet. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about Um, it. Just a thought, just a thought. If they do decide to change, go back on what they said and then do five on five, Zaylee would make sense on the damage control well, side. You know what? Fuck it. Like it's just you and me. We're here. Let's talk. Let's let's talk everything. Zaya and Becky. All right. So like, all right. On top of the feud that they have going on on Raw, Zaylee also had a a tea ceremony that I wasn't really a big fan of. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I skipped it. Perez. Uh, Roxanne tried to get her rocks off with Lash Legend, or I'm sorry, not Roxanne Perez. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> um, Valkyria, Lyra Valkyria. Yeah, Lyra Valkyria. Um, it was what it was. Uh, we can have four on four women and five on five for the men. Switch it up, makes the matches different. I agree. So Zaya's doing this whole tea ceremony. Shout out to Lyra though, because like Lyra showed up and Zaya's like. I'm going to make tea and you're going to drink the tea. And she's like, I don't drink anything that someone else made me. I don't know what the fuck you put into that. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pass. Mm-hmm. That's smart uh, right there. Good on you. Absolutely. Um, and then you, don't, like, you don't drink the tea. I'm going to fuck you up. No mercy. And I'm down for that too. So, but <laughs> over on SmackDown, we had damage control, right? Damage control existed. They're a thing. Ba- Bailey comes out and she's like, I'm so smart for adding Asuka. And then like everyone's talking in Japanese and Bailey's like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. And Dakota's translating. She's like, well, they're just saying like, this isn't the new and improved damage control yet. Cause someone in the ring isn't part of that group. And then Bailey yeah. got all scared. And she's like, what do you, what, what do you mean? And they're like, Asuka, you haven't officially made Asuka a member yet. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Asuka gets made a member. Um, Bailey did go down on one knee, kind of like she was proposing to Oscar with a t shirt. Which, yeah, like there was a lot of Bailey, there was a lot of cringe, but that she kind of made me laugh. And then EO is the one that challenged for the four on four at Survivor Series for the War Games match, mm-hmm. which Dakota then again translated. And Bailey's like, Yeah, that, 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 I, I wanted to do that. that. That's a great idea. Let's do that. And then they spend the night 
beating the shit out of every SmackDown woman that anyone talked to that they could meet. Chin got beat down. Zelina got beat down. Anyone that they came in contact with. So finally, they're like, listen, Charlotte, you got to make that phone call. And like, I didn't think Charlotte had, I didn't think she had Jade's number, but like, part of me was like, it's going to be Jay Cargill. It's got to be Jay Cargill. Who the fuck else could it be? Because like, Becky's got her Zaya shit going on, right? Like, I, I wasn't thinking. Also, Becky. Becky was like, it's a Raw superstar. I didn't think they'd bring Not that Raw. apparently that fucking matters. It doesn't. It doesn't. Matter. It doesn't because all this kicked out Cody. Well, we're not there yet. Well, I guess we are there. Cody showed up on SmackDown. We talked about everything Judgment Day and uh, got involved in some shit. And all this is like, hey, bitch, you got to get the fuck out of here now. And Cody's like, okay, bye. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. What was Cody but, doing there to begin with, though? Don't worry about that, all right? Cody Rhodes is having his people's back. He's just not going to let people get stomped on SmackDown. No, I know. So I meant like going back to the damage control part uh, where uh, Charlotte was having the backstage conversation with Bianca and, and um, Shotzi. And then um, Nick Aldis came up to them and said, you need to figure out who your fourth member is if you're accepting tonight. He goes into a room and Cody Rhodes is already there waiting for him. That's what I'm saying. What was he doing there already? Conducting business. What business was he conducting? People, a lot of people are saying it's going to be Randy Orton. What if Randy Orton is ready and it turns out to just be Kevin Owens? Because that makes sense too. If they allow a Raw superstar to be in one War Games match for the SmackDown side, vice versa, I guess. So anyway, um, <laughs> Charlotte. Well, first off, Shotzi ran out there like a fucking kamikaze and decided she was going to jump damage control on her own. Bianca and Charlotte came out, had her back. As you said, Nick's like, hey, you guys got to figure out who your partner is tonight, which is some bullshit. Um, so they come out, and Charlotte starts going into her little speech, and she's like, I know a thing about turning your back on your friends, and then damage control comes out, and then Becky shows up, and it's like, oh, yay. Be- Becky's the, the yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love Becky Lynch. I love the man. This is one of the most underwhelming picks, in my opinion, that we could have gone with for the last member. Like, I thought maybe we were going to use Nikki Cross because, you know, she's been doing that weird gimmick where she's just like a fucking, like, she, her head's in a hole, like a glory hole thing and <laughs> a table, and she's just hanging around. That's all, like, I had a lot of options as to, like, who we could have done. I thought maybe they'll pull somebody up from NXT. Like, uh, outside of an Italian Neidhart, Becky was my least favorite option for this. And I get it. And you sent me that TikTok with Becky like actually accepting it. And that that actually made it a little better and a little more funny and I yeah. enjoyed that. But like I get it like Oscar has issues with blah 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 and Bailey and like uh turning on people this and that. So like yeah, I'll bring my friend in that I turned on. Okay, but I don't know. I just I wasn't feeling it. Um it just like is, is Becky the biggest name they could have got and outside of a Jade Cargill to be in that spot? Probably yes. Was it the best option? I don't know. Uh, I was I did not see it coming. I did not expect it. I was sure as hell they were going to do like an NXT call-up or like a one-night-only type of NXT showing or like, like, I don't know. Like I thought that both Mia Yim and Selena Vega being attacked meant that both of them were going to be added, and then now Damage Control had to find a fifth member. So, I don't know. I'm still swallowing Damage Control, like the opener, like them attacking Mia Yim and Selena, 
and especially the endings with the with Becky Lynch being revealed. Look, at this point in time, I'm going to be at the show. Becky Lynch is going to be there. Becky Lynch is a big star, and this is coming from a man who's been very critical of Becky Lynch. I'd want to see Becky Lynch live and in person. So, I'm okay with it. If I wasn't in attendance, I'd probably not like it as much. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Vince, spit or swallow? Uh, let's see. Speaking of uh, people turning their back on other people, let's swallow Santos Escobar's presentation, his promo. The We're going to ignore the Spanish translation on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I loved the Spanish translation on Twitter. That was fantastic. And hey, listen, Santos Santos co-signed it. So like he, he co-signed it, and it's like people are like, "Did you did you even see the full video, Santos?" And I'm like, "Look, I'm not one to sit here and say whether or not a man gets a pass or not. I would like to believe he doesn't get a pass. Tune into Young Kings Wrestling this week, and you'll you'll know the answer to that question." Will you uh, want but, Young Kings Wrestling again? No, no. Okay. I'm just shamelessly plugging Young Kings Wrestling just because. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, swallowing the promo, I thought him coming out to the old Legato theme song was great. The suit, the presence. This this is old classic Santos when he first started. And the guy we knew he always was. Exactly. You know, I've been saying he was this entire time. Listen, listen. Well, did I want to believe the best of him? Yes. Were you ultimately right about his true nature and intentions? A hundred percent. Should I doubt you going forward? Probably not. Will I doubt you again in the future? Probably I will. But besides the point, yes, I love the segment. I thought it was great. The LWO fallout too. Like you had like uh, Cruz and Joaquin and Selena watching backstage in the monitor. Yeah, like uh, Jesus was saying, Dom was right. Santos Escobar giving props to, to Dominic Mysterio. That was cool to me. I personally enjoyed it. I personally enjoyed it. No, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. All I'm saying is I said some things about this man time and time again. And while I'm not going to say he was wrong for what he did to Rey Mysterio, I don't even disagree with them. I mean, that man said, I hope that you get an infection and you lose your leg. They got to cut that shit off. Like. Bro, that sh- that line was so savage. I sat there, and I was taken aback. I gasped. Oh my! Now, yes. me and Santos healed some issues when he showed up for the Don uh-huh. when need be. But where I do take issue with Santos, okay, is the way he handled Zelina and what he did to Legato, because I I told you he left Electra down there on purpose, and it was mm-hmm. some shady shit. And I, I said that he left the whole team down there for like a month before he came and picked up two thirds of them. Yeah. And I said it was on some shady shit. And you're like, no, 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 no. He's not like that. He's not like that. Then he's just like, hey, listen, you can come, you can stay here, you can be my bitches, or you guys can ride with Ray Mysterio and his fuckboy shit over there with Carlito. And you're like, I can't believe you did that to Ray. Like, I thought, but, and he's like, all right, you know what? I never needed you. I don't need you. Fuck you. Bye bye. They turn around. And Santos just starts beating the shit out of his boys, Vince. Crazy. It's fucking wild. It it's listen, there's gonna slowly build up Santos. He did kidnap up. them too. He also did kidnap them. Like, listen, 
whatever. Santos looks great. He's looking like a bigger star. I think right now, just that promo alone, I feel like puts him at the tier, or if not slightly above where Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are in terms of heels ranking on SmackDown, slightly right below Bobby Lashley. He's slowly moving up the rankings, and this is going to help. I just want good things to happen for Santos, the person, the wrestler, because he's a great talent. And He's an actual like guy that can actually cut his own promo. He didn't. He never really needed Selena. He's not a nothing against Andrade, but he can cut English promos. Well, Andrade's and, got someone now. Yes, he do. Yes, he do. Um, but that was great. I loved their like it set up a match with Carlito at Survivor Series. I didn't get to see Ray versus Santos at Survivor Series, but this is a nice like. Uh, What's the word I'm looking Consolation for? Consolation prize. Thank you. I appreciate you helping me out there. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be cool. I really wish it was the old theme song for Carlito because, God damn it, I love it. But this is going to be a good match. That's going to be a really good match. Carlito versus Santos Escobar. This, this Survivor Series pay-per-view feels like NXT TakeOver War Games. Like the two big War Game matches and three really good solid matches in there. Carlito confirmed spitter. So, uh, you know, he's good with the Smackin' Raw podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe confirmed spitter could be the title for this Don't week. Afraid. Let's write it down. Let's, let's, let's make sure, put it in a pen. Um, I'm all for it. I just, I'm swallowing for the fact that I was right all along. That, that, that's all that is. You I'm just right. like being right. And that's I okay. Love being right is my favorite thing. <laughs> um, my next swallow was for Katie. Uh, okay. I'm swallowing Alpha Academy and the Creed's slowly kind of becoming one thing. Like the Creeds are like, hey, you know, we're 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 kind of like you guys. And if you need us, we're here and blah blah blah. The only the only thing I don't like about this is Akira Tozawa. I'm not I'm not about the fucking stupid little dance with the belts and uh Akira Tozawa's not doing it for me. Listen. Nah. I love that Tozawa mm. dance. Tozawa, no. that's nasty. Trash. Trash. I love it. I love it. Listen, man, you sit there and you you over here, you pump iron, but you, you're hating on Tozawa pumping iron himself. Yeah. Because what I just lifted weighs more than that belt. Um, I don't know what Jesus is talking about. I'm swallowing his LAX reference. I'm not sure what he meant by that. I'm not sure what you meant. Um, did you catch that Santos called Cruz del Toro by his original Joaquin? Uh, no. Uh, Raul, he called him Raul oh, and Joaquin. He? Yeah, so it was Raul Mendoza. So he called him Raul. So I'm really hoping he gets his OG name, Raul Mendoza, back. Maybe, maybe not. Hope so. Um, but yeah, I'm with so you. yeah, Creed's spitting to Zawa, swallowing the Creed's joining Alpha Academy. I don't think they're joining, but it's a, a partnership, it's an alliance, you know. I also really enjoyed like the uh, on NXT. With Alpha Academy coming out and metaphor being like, oh, your next opponent is going to be, you know, and they start putting it and they think it's Otis and mm-hmm. Maxine's going off talking about all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, like you hear former Olympian, it's like, wait, Otis wasn't in the Olympics, was he? And then they find out that it's Chad Gable and they lose their shit because mm. they had already accepted the match. That was fun, too, because I am not feeling metaphor. Have not been, period. It's No, not no, but... uh Quick swallow there, just to pick it back off of what you were talking about with, with metaphor. Shout out to Lash Legend getting that win over Roxanne Perez 
and advancing to uh, uh, NXT Deadline. Did not see that coming, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can you read that for me. Yeah, Santos said, "Orgullosamente Latino hasta la muerte y después." So that's the opening line to LAX's theme song. I, I, I could read that part. That yeah. Part so again. okay. So that's what the, he meant by that. Okay. Yeah. Just need a refresher. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel you. I, I like the Creeds interacting with Alpha Academy. It, I if, do. If, it feels right up they their fit. alley. It, it feels better than New Day interacting with Alpha Academy. I will say that. Let's put a swallow. I am going to go ahead and swallow more Latinos. And I'm going to swallow the match between Dragon Lee and Axiom. That was a really good match. That powerbomb reverse into a powerbomb like like sunset flip power driver, whatever that Axiom hit Dragon Lee with. Fucking crazy. It was a really good match. They're really doing the thing where they're slowly building up Dragon Lee and putting him up with other athletes with a similar wrestling style or that can help complement Dragon Lee. Obviously, the first match was with Dom. Showed out, impressed. They called him up to the main roster. He's done some tag matches here and there. But he's all, when he's done singles matches, it's been with the likes of a Cedric Alexander and an Axiom and slowly showing out. And he's a player... Obviously, he wanted to go in there and he wanted to like, like get revenge for Rey Mysterio. He wanted like honor Rey Mysterio. That's one of his idols. That's one of his heroes or people that he looked up to in the business. He's a player that I would like to see incorporated into this LWO drama that that's happening. Well, he, he clearly everything he's doing is to get his hands on Santos because he's Team Fuck Santos. So. I mean, Dragon. I'm on, I'm I'm on teams. Fuck Santos too. I fuck Santos, man. I mean, did you see the man? Looks fantastic. I don't I don't think that's how he meant to Vince. Oh, I don't think that's how he meant it. Oh, I mean, could you blame him? Dragon Ball is out here like, nah, you can't you can't beat up on uh, the second greatest mass wrestler of all time, like that. Yeah, second greatest because shout outs to Sheamus, wherever he's at. Didn't mean to point to the sky like he's dead. I just, I just, I just read like shout out to him, like shout out to Seamus up there, wherever you are. We love you. <laughs> Haven't uh, seen you on TV in a while. What happened to that boy? <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah, Dragon Lee Axiom, really good match. Like what they're doing. I, you Dragon know, I, I've heard that from you. I heard that from my buddy John. Uh, when I heard Axiom was in it, I tuned the fuck out because I, I am not an Axiom fan. I get that. I understand. I hate that. that gimmick. I always have. Um, uh, you don't watch AEW. I'll go to AEW. Um, you know what you should do? You should run down AEW for me like you used to do back in the day. Well, if I had taken notes for AEW that way, then I would have. But seeing as we talked about it now and AEW's over and I didn't take notes that way, that's not going to happen. Okay. However,. Yes. I am going to swallow the fact that next strong Roddy Strong knows what the fuck is up, calls up Adam Cole. He's like, Adam, I know who the devil is. It's MJF. Because he knows that it's motherfucking MJF. He's going to be right. He's going to be right. Because it's the only thing that makes sense is for Roddy to be right and for this all to play out that way. Shout out to Roddy. I love Roddy, man. 
He's really turned the corner. He's found his way. Adam! Um, so, yeah, no, I'm, I, that is my next swallow, is swallowing Roddy, you know, being on team Max is the devil. Because if not, fuck Maxwell Jacob Friedman, because this is awful if he isn't. I mean, the only other alternative, because, okay, so I have not been keeping up with the full entirety of the storyline with the devil, who he's who they've attacked, how many devils there is, like alliances, whatever. But I did see that there was an Austin theory out there that what if it was indeed Adam Cole and they were forming some sort of like reformation of like Bullet Club Maine with the Bucks, with Hangman, with Bullet Club Gold, with Adam Cole as the new leader. I don't fucking know. Who the fuck wants that? I low key. first, First and foremost. I love me some Hangman Adam Page. The Bucks don't fuck with Hangman right now because Hangman made them lose their six-man tag titles. Like, man, I am Team Bucks right now, even though they didn't really do shit. Because uh, fuck Kenny and his alliance with Jericho. Yeah, fuck that shit too. But no, I, uh, we got bull- we got we got the Golden Shower Club. That's good enough. We don't need more Bullet Club bullshit. I love Bullet Club, man, and it, it could be a thing where like, do you though? Do you still? I love what Bullet Club was. I don't like where Bullet Club is right now. Just like I it's love. Like, hey, look, it's it's like loving the Jordan Bulls, but hating what the fuck they are now. You want to? I, I would not agree with that statement, but okay. I miss the, the Jordan Bulls. That's when you actually cared about basketball. It's the only time you cared about basketball was when the well, Michael the only time like, anyone, everyone in Chicago cared about basketball. Exactly. That's where I want us to He be. was in Space Jam. How could I not? That's true. Shout out to, shout out to Space Jam. Vince Bitter Swallow. Uh, where was I? Let's see. Oh, let me go ahead and I'm going to swallow the triple threat tag match to determine the number one contenders for Judgment Day's uh, tag titles next week on Friday Night SmackDown live in Chicago. Winners ended up being the Street Profits. Shout out to them. They got that win. But the tension afterwards between Rich Holland and Pete and Butch, that was interesting because I saw a lot of people talking about, could this be the first steps into Butch becoming fully on Pete Dunn again? And if that is something that they lean towards and head towards that avenue, I'd be so for that. Because give that man his full name back. Let Butch stick around. Like, I don't hate Butch. It's just it's hard not to call him Pete Dunn because that's all I fucking know. So I want to see the return of the Bruiserweight. But the triple threat match was great in of itself. I was actually rooting for Pretty Deadly, to be honest with you. Of course you were. Yes, boy. Because why would you root for the Street Profits, right? Listen, I love Bobby Lashley. Uh huh. Yeah, but I, I'm not fucking with. I'm not fucking with this. This is like, listen, I love Bobby Lashley, but D'Lo Brown should never be world champion. That's what I'm hearing right now. Listen, D'Lo Brown never really felt like a world champion level superstar. Oh, you're so racist. Um, (laughs) while that match was going on, yes, over on over on uh, uh, AE Dub, we had. Miro smashing Daniel Garcia. So here's what's going on, right? So yeah. 
CJ Perry comes back and she wants to manage Rusev. And Rusev's like, no, you're a distraction. I want nothing to do with you. She's like, all right, well, if you're not going to give me some dick, I'll go get some dick somewhere else. And she got that dick. She got that Andrade dick, that El Idolo dick. El Idolo dick could also be a title. I don't know how we could put dick in there. Maybe El Idolo, like eggplant emoji, but anyway. <laughs> Daniel Garcia comes out and has a match with Andrade. Gets in CJ's face last week and starts doing his little, you know, air hump dance. You know, mm-hmm. Miro is like, no, 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 no. Like, listen, I'll deal with Andrade in that whole situation. You know, whatever my wife wants to do, you know, she's on her bullshit. I- I'll handle that. I-, I-, I dealt with Bobby. I can handle Andrade, right? Mm-hmm. But you, Daniel Garcia, you do not thrust your penis in the general direction of my wife. And he proceeded to go out there and beat. Daniel Garcia from Pillar to Post. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Garcia got a little bit of offense there near kind of the end before mm-hmm. he got choked the fuck out. But Miro went out there and smashed that man for just air humping in the general direction of his wife. That was all about it. You as a married man, me as a soon-to-be married man in a few months, how 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 do you not sympathize with Miro and be like, no, don't fucking air hump in the direction of my wife? I know. I agree. I, I, that's why I'm on board. That's why I'm swallowing Miro. I'm all about that Miro. Don't thrust your dick in my wife's direction energy. Also, CJ's in the back doing a little interview with Lexi Nair and Andrade. And she's like, yeah, so uh, I went and talked to Tony and I got Andrade into the, the uh, international intercontinental inter promotional, whatever bullshit classic, the stupid round Robin shit. Uh, he's going to be in there. The and Andrade. If you win, you get a bonus. And Andrade's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. You you went and talked to Tony. Like, you didn't even talk to me about putting me in this motherfucker. You went and talked to Tony Khan. I don't know how I feel. And then she, like, whispered in his ear real quick. And he's like, ah, you know what? Okay. Yeah, no, we're good. I'm in. What was the bonus? Well, here's the thing, Vince. In my notes, I have... Uh, <clears throat> where did that go? It's down here. Um... It very much felt like Too Fast, Too Furious. Do so you remember like when Ja Rule sitting there in his car and she comes up and she's like, hey, whether you win or lose, you get this. This is yours. But if you win, you get her too. And then he loses. He's like, Monica! Like, that's how this felt, right? Like, I feel like she's like, listen, win or lose, you still got me. But if, if you win... I got friends. I got flexible, hot, flexible friends with Bulgarian husbands who aren't putting out in tanks anymore that'll come fuck you. I do have this question, man. Like, a lot of people gave a lot of flag to WWE when they did this whole cuck storyline with Miro and and Lana. But now in AEW, it feels like it's the same energy. I'm not saying it's the same storyline, but it feels like the same energy. And it's just like... Like, I don't know. Tony Khan be, like, rehashing shit that wasn't working in WWE and doing it in Okay, first, first and foremost, the only people that have an issue with WWE doing a cuck storyline are people that are getting cucked, and they took that shit personally. Probably. They're like, this hits way too close for home, and I'm very uncomfortable with having to watch a man like Bobby Lashley fuck a white woman when my white wife is out anyway um that that's why people took it personally okay 
um i thought you were gonna go into a segue with it because i was gonna ask you it's like oh what was the bonus and i was like well the bonus was that you get a free year subscription to patreon.com slash creation world where for that only been a, a dollar- great segue in about eight minutes mm. you know oh, wow. halfway through the show oh well well, I kind of read. I kind of looked at the live ticker, and I forget that we started live before we actually recorded. Yeah, so. proceed. Vince, better swallow. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and swallow the promo like segment in general, featuring Paul Heyman, Solo Sokoa, and you know just the bloodline stuff minus Roman. Including like LA Knight coming back, it coming out and like having words back and forth. The only thing I, I didn't like was LA Knight's attempt at rapping. Not yeah. not good. Not good at all. But Paul Heyman effortlessly dropping bars was not on my bingo card for 2023. And it snuck in there in the final two months of the year, which is crazy. But that whole segment was great. They made solo Sokoa. Feel like a megastar, no pun intended, and bigger than what he was even a month ago or like two months ago. Like Cena came in there and he made Solo legit, even more than he already was. He compared him to Taz, the most dominant like like wrestler in ECW, and like someone that Solo should kind of like model like how he should carry himself to Candace of the Taz back in ECW was amazing. And that's who Solo could be. He could be on that level. And mind you, I I, I was wrong about it because Cody came out for this mm-hmm. and saved yes. LA Knight, which isn't anyone that's in the fucking Survivor Series match. None of his boys. Nothing to really... Other than, like, it's still fuck Bloodline and I want yeah. Roman's title. Like, so... And that's why Cody got kicked out. For coming out here and saving LA Knight from getting jumped by Solo after LA Knight defeated J- uh, Jimmy. I mean, Nick Aldis, get better security, my guy. Stop letting your top stars get assaulted by the bloodline. Um, whoever's in the chat, uh, let me know who won the TBS title match between Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, and Sky Blue. And if Sky Blue. Uh, I can went tell you who with, won it. Who won it? Uh, Julia Hart. Did she? And yeah. Was it because Sky Blue? I don't know how or why, but I just saw the graphic okay. that she won. Will, Will, you're watching. Tell me, tell me if Sky Blue, if if Katie's agenda was pushed because. See, there's yeah, Julia Hart. Was it because of Sky Blue? Did Sky Blue? Did Katie's agenda get pushed? Did Sky Blue assist <laughs> Julia Hart in winning? Because. Here's the thing. We had a match, right? And I'm swallowing it just for the agenda, right? Like, Sky Blue qualified for that triple threat match over Red Velvet, joining Staten Hart. The match wasn't great, but we needed Sky Blue in that match for aesthetic reasons as well as just, like, mm-hmm. for narrative reasons. Like, uh, Stat hit the finish on Blue, Hart hit Stat, and stole the pin. Ah, well. Zoom tight. For the audio listeners. You're just supposed to talk and not let people know that I'm sneezing, Vince. That's why I muted it. If I wanted them to know I was sneezing, I would just sneeze into the fucking mic. Anyway. Gesundheit. So it didn't 
necessarily go as planned, but it, it, it could still play out. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. Sky Blue was also like, you know, fuck Julia Hart, but mostly fuck Stat. I want that title. Julia Hart as TBS champion is fucking fantastic, and that is swallow worthy as well. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna smash Julia Hart as TBS champion. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. It was it was all good shit. Like uh like they're taking chances on some of the women talent, which is great to see. They did that with Statlander. They've done that with various other talents as well. I let's see what Julia Hart can do with the title. Yeah, let's see what Julie Hart can do with the title. I'm, I'm with it. I love Julie Hart and her big fucking hat and her whole thing. And yeah, I'm a big House of Black fan. Um, speaking of which, Vince Spitter Swallow. Uh, let's see. Um, I am gonna go ahead and swallow the shinsuke nakamura video package this is like the what like the third week in a row where like he keeps making reference to this person oh very similar to the whole alistair black come pick a fight with me come knock on my door type but promo but executed perfectly for shinsuke for this heel character it's raising a lot of words i thought you were gonna say something dumb there uh they were about okay. to insult Alistair. No. Uh, Alistair did as great as anyone could given shit material. But they, they've they done well trying to build up who this person is that Shinsuke is talking about. I'm very much interested. A lot of people are speculating that it's CM Punk because Shinsuke is used to GTS a few times in his matches. I don't think it'll be Punk. But it'd be interesting to see. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with him. And in the meantime, he's feuding with Alpha Academy members. First, he took out Akira Tozawa. Now he's taking out, it took out Otis. He he got the win and then he go to Chad Gable into picking the fight. That's looking like where they're going to go next with Shinsuke. That, they, that might be the match on Monday Night Raw, both Chad Gable and Shinsuke Nakamura. He's just lining out and taking out Alpha Academy. And I, I just like Shinsuke. They finally figured out how to properly book them. Now, if only they can figure out how to properly book them to win matches and big titles. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> as Vince's pussies are singing, pussy is singing in the background. Um, <laughs> Will, since you're here and you're doing this for us, uh, who won the women's title match, Sheeta or Tony? Let me know would, in the comments. I would hope it's Tony. Well, because I'm swallowing uh, Mariah May learning why you never meet your idols, especially in black and white. Uh, glad we found something for Luther to do. Fuck yeah, Tony won. Fucking timeless Tony Storm, baby. Timeless uh, Vince, Tony Storm is the best thing in that woman's division. Hold on, Vince. I'm going to send this to you. Okay. I don't know if we can make this our thumbnail. What did I do with it? Where'd it go? Send it on Twitter. I will send it on Twitter. Yeah. But anyway, um, Timeless Tony Storm won. Mariah May is there meeting her idol. I said I'm really hoping for like Mickey James, Trish Stratus to come out of this. Uh, WrestleMania. 
vibes with the the stalker and all that but like we found something for luther to do so like good for him also tony defeated emmy sakura uh on rampage or collision i think it was rampage uh who is the one that trained akarushita it was a good time there um she used a few really cool moves from some old wrestlers and uh timeless tony storm got the win so i am also going to smash aw women's champion tony storm um love that for her and big swallow for that whole build. That's one of the things I've been really enjoying that AEW did. They've been doing some really good stuff with that Tony, timeless Tony Storm stuff. I don't really, be, I don't really be watching the show like that, but I see the segments and I see the programs and I see all the other stuff that they're doing, the storyline stuff, the outside the ring stuff, and I, I really much like it. I like what they're doing. This Tony is really leaned into it. And I'm happy she's found her niche because I felt like that was something she's always needed. Was well, like a good character to seek her te- the teeth into, and that was this. Going back to what you were saying about Luther, I don't think anyone really needs Luther to be doing anything. They could just like release him, and I think nobody would. Hey, listen, he's already. What I'm saying is he's on the payroll. We found something for him to do. So like, cool. Or you know, this, stop this signing works. people to the payroll and not having them do anything. This works. Like it works. I'm not against it. Um, so yeah, everything Mariah and Tony and Tony winning the championship. Shout out. Good shit. Vince, bitter swallow. Let's see here. I am gonna go. You know what? I it's not a swallow, it's not a spit, it's kind of like a gargle that Chase U lost the NXT tag team titles to the Don and Channing Stacks Lorenzo. Hold on, back up. How'd you start that again? I said it's not a spit. It's not a swallow. No, it is It is a swallow. You're incorrect. It's a huge swallow. Your okay. new two-time NXT tag team champions, the Don and Channing Stacks Lorenzo. I will say the story throughout this match was really good because I liked how Andre Chase just looked like he hadn't slept in weeks. And then you have the the Chase uh, the Chase U uh, fan section, the student section, slowly leaving one by one. And then that's causing Chase to get distracted. Kind of like throughout the whole match, he's trying to get the crowd... I mean, try to get the Chase U section and get behind them, but he just can't. What you doing over there? What, what what's, what's this? Oh, uh, this this would be the Sicilian flag that we are waving in victory for the family. I can't stand you. Um, but there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of D'Angelo family stuff on NXT. Um, how did you feel about it? Like this new? Uh, I don't know. Kept... What, what do you, how do you, how do you think I felt about it, Vince? You loved it. Dude, I fucking loved it. Um, I love that Andre Chase is under investigation. Okay. Uh, I love kind of not knowing what he's under investigation for and theorizing about it. I love that a lot of the Chase U uh, students were leaving during the match because they have lost faith in Andre Chase. Um, I'm also very curious about what I believe to be the newest member of the family. I really want to know who she is. Uh, she tells the locker room that, um, listen, you guys could all want a shot at the Don and Stacks, but next week 
the family's going to celebrate. They got a championship when they got to celebrate. Like, I need to know who this chick is. I need to know more, more about her because she's family now. I don't know anything about her, and that's usually the best way to introduce a character in wrestling is when you have no idea who this person is because then you don't have expectations for them. It'd be one thing if, like, let's say it was a Candace LeRae that had, like, an indie wrestling background and, like, backstory to her and lore and fandom and then gets thrust into this. Her name is Adriana Rizzo, and that is all he knows so far. That's all we need to know right now. That's all we need to know right now. We'll find out when we're supposed to find out and not a second sooner. But yeah, uh, the, Chase U, uh, the Chase U versus the Don and Stax was a great tag match. I loved it despite the results. I was really hoping Chase U would retain the titles, but it serves the story more for them to lose the, the titles. Um, <clears throat> I will say part of me is kind of hoping that we find out that, uh, Andre and JC are fucking cause she showed up and saved Andre from the paparazzi there as he was trying to leave. And like Thea gets really upset. Like that, that would be a nice little, uh, as the world turns twist, uh, to the days of our lives that, uh, we've got going on here. So, That's, uh, yeah, Andre and JC fucking would be fantastic. I mean, Props to Andre Chase if if that's that is indeed the case. All right. Um swallowing everything Samoa Joe MJF. Uh you let me know that MJF won the main event. I'm assuming Samoa Joe and MJF retained MJF's tag team titles in uh the buy-in. Uh Will or Jesus, someone please let me know. Yeah. Um well, we got Joe beating a jobber and then once again being like, hey, Max. Uh, yeah, they retained. Um, um, the offer's still there. You ain't got nobody else. I'll be your tag team partner. MJF ends up getting dropped by the Golden Shower Club, comes out uh, apologizing to the acclaimed, refuses to take Joe's offer pretty much because I thought he was scared. Um, mm-hmm. And if he isn't the devil, this whole thing sucks balls. <laughs> then we move over to collision and dynamite um and we've got max at the end of rampage uh sorry rampage not dynamite uh or collision and rampage not dynamite um mm-hmm. max brawling with the golden shower club finally accepting joe's offer when he comes out shaking hands they retain the tag team titles max retains uh they ran an injury angle with max after the match is what jesus is thinking um yeah. so he might be hurt going into his match with smojo and i already said I need Samoa Joe to take that belt off Max because I want to see Samoa Joe as my fucking AEW world champion. So I've been wanting to see that from the moment he had that match against Punk at Wembley. I'm like, this man should be world champion. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed the build. I enjoyed the fact that they won. Give me more. Give me more. Um, Vince, bitter swallow. Um... We loosely talked about it, but I'm going to circle back to it. Uh, the whole promo battle between Zoe Stark and Rhea Ripley was really well done. 
Uh, I'm liking what Triple H is doing with the women's division over on Raw. He's slowly building them up. Yes, sometimes with the matches, the crowd isn't all that receptive, but you got to build up these talents so that they start caring about them. I'm telling you right now, I've never cared more about Zoe Stark in, like, who knows how long. Because I didn't care that much about her when she was in NXT. When she got called up to Raw, I was like, eh, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, I thought she was an interesting person to be paired up alongside Trish Stratus. But ever since she left Trish Stratus' side, I talked about it last week. She's been coming into her own. This is a great match. And it feels like a takeover type match that would be set up between Rhea and Zoe Stark, someone that you didn't don't really see get put in that scenario under the Vince McMahon regime, but Triple H believes in and wants to test the waters and see what she can do. And they're slowly building up more stars in that Raw Women's Division. So I'm just swallowing it because I thought the interaction was very well, like you talked about earlier. And they it was a good build. It was a good build. Uh, okay, it was after the tag title match that they ran the injured angle. Um, still won injured. Um, yeah, no, I, I like I said, I put Zoe over earlier in uh, calling out Rhea and all of that. I've enjoyed the shit out of Zoe. I, I was kind of down with her and Shayna being a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm down with her doing her singles thing. I we you shouted out Young Kings Wrestling earlier. We know TC is all about those Vegas talent, even if they're pieces of shit like Matt Riddle. Um, so. <laughs> Happy to see a non-piece-of-shit Vegas talent uh, get some shine over there in WWE. Yeah. Um, I'm going to swallow Christian Cage. Opening up Collision, cutting a promo on Darby, basically being like, hey, if you ever need a daddy, I'll be your daddy. And then telling Beth to make sure that the kids come close and watch his match. Because he is going to break Adam's neck and he wants the kids to see it. I don't know what the fuck has gotten into Christian in AEW, but this man is on a whole nother fucking level. I'm all about it. I, <laughs> between did he between did he break time, his neck? Jesus? Did he break his neck? Between Timeless Tony Storm, Prince Nana's uh dancing the source theme song, and Christian Cage. These are the thre- three best things going on in AEW right now. And Christian, who would have guessed Christian be one of the top things going in AEW right now? I love it. Apparently, he ran away at the end. Um, I will say this, though, because mm-hmm. I didn't mention it, but you kind of reminded me of it because you were talking about dancing, right? And earlier, we were talking about Daniel Garcia dry humping the air in CJ's general direction. Yes. When I was watching Miro versus Daniel Garcia, I felt like I was watching Rusev versus Fandango back in WWE. Okay. Like Daniel Garcia with the dance and even just like his general demeanor kind of resembles Fandango a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like I had, and I feel like they did a story where like Fandango was dancing and Rusev got jealous and went out there and beat the shit out of Fandango for dancing in or around Lana. I feel like that was a thing. Maybe it wasn't, but I feel like it was. It feels it feels like something that probably did happen, but I can't like recall it. I have no recollect recollection of it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um. What uh? Was that me or was that you? That was me. Zoe, and then I did Christian. So it's you. Spit or swallow. It's me. Okay. Oh uh, wait. Gonna... Actually, before you spit or swallow, because 
I got all distracted. I should have done this uh, about 12 minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching us live, I want to thank you for watching us live here, uh, wherever you're watching us, whether it's YouTube or twitch.tv slash creation world. But you can go to patreon.com slash creation world. And there, for just $1, you now get three, count them, one, two, three podcasts for $1. You get Return to Wrestling with me and Travis talking old school WCW, including our latest episode, which is Spring Stampede 1998. You get Travis and Mara over on Multiverse talking animated DC films, including The Killing Joke, which will be their latest episode. Uh, If it's not out, it'll be out very soon. And now, the debut episode of If You Have to Ask, featuring me and my wife, Kate, doing an Am I the Asshole podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a great time. I want you guys to go check it out. I'd love some feedback, what you guys like, what you didn't like, what you want to see more of yeah. from that, how we did. So uh, please go subscribe to that $1 tier and get that. And, you know, if if you're like, hey, you know what? Actually, these guys are great. I'd, I'd love to give them a little bit more. We have higher tiers. You know, you click that link. You'll see the tiers and what we offer. Everything in that $1 tier is available in all the other tiers. But you click that link, you go check it out. One of those tiers will get you this show ad-free. Zero ads, nada, none, nothing. If you go do that, then you don't have to worry about, you know, hearing the same ads over and over again, week in, week out. You can just watch the shows without them. But if you're here, you know we have great sponsors. We've got sex toys. We've got dog leashes and dog food and all sorts of things, and we've got energy drinks to help keep you up late at night to watch our motherfucking shows. So without further ado, once Vince removes that banner, here is a message from Travis and our sponsors. Spice things up in the bedroom, then it's time to check out Adam and Eve. Did you see Adam and Eve is the leading adult toy store that offers a wide range of products to help you explore your sexual desires. Whether you're looking for something to use solo or with a partner, they have everything you need to satisfy your cravings. From vibrators to lingerie, bondage gear to lubricants, adamandeve.com has it all. And the best part, you can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are of high quality and backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means whether you bought a dildo, sex swing, penis ring, vibrator, anal sex toy, bondage toy, couple's toy, lube, or accessory, you can get a refund within 90 days if you're not 100% satisfied. No questions asked. And right now, as a special offer to our listeners, Adam and Eve is giving you 50% off almost any item on their website. That's right, 50% off. And if you act now, you'll also get free shipping. So go to adamandeve.creationworld.com and use the offer code erotica at checkout. That's erotica at adamandeve.creationworld.com for 50% off almost any item and free shipping. Don't wait. This offer won't last very long. The link is in the description. Attention dog lovers. Are you looking for high quality products to spoil your furry friend? Then you need to check out dog.com. Because you see, Dog.com is the go-to online store for all your dog-related needs. They offer a huge selection of dog food, treats, beds, and more. Plus, they have products for all types of dogs, from puppies to seniors and everything in between. And the best part? You can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are made with your dog's health and happiness in mind. 
dog.com only stocks top rated brands that you can trust so you can rest easy knowing your dog is getting the best and right now as a special offer to our listeners dog.com is doing a big warehouse clearance sale and all you have to do is go to dog.creationworld.com and you can get up to 80% off on all sorts of items like toys treats bones harnesses bowls leashes and anything else you can think of so go to dog.creationworld.com and take advantage of this sale right now spoil your furry friend with the best products from dog.creationworld.com today link is in the description are you tired of feeling sluggish and unfocused throughout the day then it's time to try dubby the ultimate energy source Dubby is a powerful, clean energy drink that is designed to help you stay alert and focused no matter what life throws your way. Whether you're a student, a busy professional, an athlete, or especially a gamer, Dubby can give you the boost you need to take on the day or the night. It also contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have. And the best part, Dubby is made with high quality ingredients and is completely sugar-free, maltodextrin free and is keto-friendly. So you can enjoy the energy boost without any of the crash jitters or angst that comes with traditional energy drinks. Simply mix Dubby with water and you'll have a delicious, refreshing energy drink that can help you power through your entire day. And with a variety of flavors to choose from, including Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dragonade, you're sure to find one that you love. So go to w.creationworld.com and order your Dubby today. And for a limited time, use code CREATIA at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's CREATIA at w.creationworld.com for 10% off. Try W today and feel the difference. The link is in the description. Vince, better swallow. Uh, I'm going to go back to NXT and I'm going to swallow the fact that Trick Williams was the other wrestler that advanced to NXT deadline. He defeated... Uh, Joe Coffey. The match wasn't what it was. It was whatever, but it was more or less Trick getting that win. He, him advancing, them trying to advance the Trick Williams, uh, Carmelo Hayes storyline. I still don't trust Melo, man. I still don't trust Melo. I know Katie doesn't want it to be Melo, but I know it's fucking Melo. That man is guilty, and I know Trick knows it. I just hope he doesn't get Bayleed. Or he doesn't get Raid Mysterio. I was going to say, do you want it to be mellow because of what happened with Santos? Are you just like, are you jaded now from what Santos? Oh, I'm jaded. I, I, I'm I'm fully on expecting you to like next week to like turn his stat me in the back and replace me with Will or replace me with some other Mexican. I've already replaced you with Katie. What are you talking about? Replace me again for the replacement <laughs> of Katie. Oh, uh, no. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, I also kind of feel like it's got to be it's got to be Hayes. Like I don't this Lexus King thing ain't gonna work for me. No, and that that being the outcome is gonna be lackluster. Um, Trick also defeated Joe Coffey, qualified for the Iron Survivor. Mm-hmm. So that was a big plus. Love that. Um, let's see. I'm going to swallow Powerhouse Hobbs bragging about taking out Big Show. This man says, I'm big, I'm black, and I'm jacked, and anyone can get it. And that needs wait, to be his shirt. Wait, that's uh, 
that's a possible title. Would you say big black? I'm, I'm and big. Jacked? I'm black. I'm jacked. Anyone can get it. There you go. That's one right there. Uh, yeah, he was bragging about taking out Big Show uh, in the like. I'm spitting that whole fucking match. Like it was uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and uh, the the Cal's family, which I am a fan of, and Don was there by his side versus Jericho and Omega and Abushi and Big Show, and they all came in dressed in suits like fucking Wish version of fucking Evolution or. Reservoir Dogs, whatever the fuck they were going for. Uh, I wasn't feeling it. However, Hobbs did smash Big Show, slammed him on a fucking car, took him out. Paul White's gone. Um, so, so I'll swallow that. I'm swallowing that. All right. All right. It's not bad. Um, <coughs> I don't got much else, but I will say I did love the interaction and the mutual respect that for some reason was cultivated on NXT between Baron Corbin and Dirty Don Mysterio. I have no idea why I like why I like this so much. They were just like they were just jerking each other off backstage. Basically, it's like, oh man, yeah, you're great. I got your back if you ever need me. Yeah, you know, I, I'll get you off. Whatever. It's great shit. It was all a, a, in the detriment of Wesley. He got the he got the pin there. Uh, well, he got pinned there by the end of days to this day, one of the best finishers ever. But yeah, I I don't know why. I, I like it. I was not expecting to see a Dominic Mysterio Baron Corbin, but you know, there's mutual respect there. A lot of people are respecting Dominic Mysterio this week. Baron Corbin and Santos Escobar included. So so only that interaction, man. I knew right. I needed that, but I loved it. Dude. Corbin's got to do something because otherwise, this whole like, Young Kings Wrestling said this whole fucking NXT thing and revamping his character—it's all been a fucking waste. Like, it what has. the fuck are we doing? What are we really doing here? Um, I thought we were getting somewhere where they were repackaging, repackaging back into the Lone Wolf, but it's it's not. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. That's how many I have left. Four things. Ah, uh, you might as well like list them off then. I'm going to swallow Lash Legend qualifying for the Iron Survivor. I swallowed that already. That was one of my early swallows. I didn't hear you talk about Roxanne Perez and Lash Legend. I mentioned them. I mentioned them earlier. You you mentioned Metaphor, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to snowball and piggyback off of that by swallowing the fact that Lash Legend beat Roxanne Perez. Because of Keanu James. Yes. Yeah, so I was not expecting Lash Legend to get the win, but that was a surprising and good for her. I'm happy for her. And you even nodded in agreement. That probably happened, but I'll remember it. Um, Because I didn't erase it off my notes. Uh, Five men. Swallowing Gigi Dolan versus Ariana Grace because Gigi Dolan and Ariana Grace were in the ring together, and that's enough of a swallow for me. Did you have that, Vince? Is I that had, on your... I had that. I didn't Did say, say it. that already? Okay. I didn't say that already. I saved that one for you because I knew you're Gigi Dolan and you you love your Ariana Grace. So I was gonna steal that swallow form from you. I wasn't gonna mention the Don either. I was. I'm surprised it took that long. I would do. There was a lot of AEW. There were three shows at AEW that I had to cover that you didn't watch. So like, I still have two things from AEW. We could have just skipped AEW. No, we couldn't. I watched all of it. I was. I'm not watching all that shit and then not talking about it, Vince. 
And I literally, I had SmackDown on one and Collision on another, and I was watching them like simultaneously side by side. Oh, you could have skipped Collision. I was doing it. I was doing the damn thing. And then I watched Rampage right after. Like, I had three hours of AEW on a Friday night. Um, Swallowing the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi and Brody, uh, getting a win. And then later on, we had a match between Cash Wheeler and Roosh, who are two of the guys. It was a singles match, but they're both in tag teams who we're going to be completing in the Fatal 4-Way ladder match. Starks and Big Bill are out there. They fuck up the match. Malachi and Brody show up. There's an all-out brawl. Preston Vance is out there. Like, a bunch of shit. There was a little stare down between fucking Big Bill and Brody Lee. Uh, Brody King, not Brody Lee. Two different Brodies. Brody King. Um, and then they went for ladders. All that, but everything House of Black in general. Kings of the Black Throne. Getting to watch them on Collision felt good. Like I got Miro. Mm-hmm. I got. I didn't get a match, but I got a Julia Hart, Chris Statlander, fucking uh, Sky Blue promo package. Okay. I got uh, Kings of the Black Throne. The only thing I was missing was CM Punk, and it would have felt like old Collision again because it was all my shit that I wanted to watch on Collision on Collision. Yeah. Yeah. And then last but not least. Tag team match. Second one of the night. Technically, it was two separate shows, but second one of the night. Soraya and Ruby Soho lose to Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander, who both lost their titles tonight. Um, During the match, Ruby gets knocked down. Hmm. Lil Parker comes out. He's got a little love thing going on with Ruby Soho. He's checking out her, making sure she's okay. So she's distracted. Soraya stuck in the ring, gets taken out, loses the match because Ruby and Angelo are trying to fuck and <laughs> cock blocking is going on. So, yeah. Soraya's not happy. I'm not happy with Soraya, so it's all right. She can stay mad. And that is it for me, Vince. You got you got anything else from uh, the week in wrestling? Oh, yeah. I'm going to spit the fact that Tony Khan likes to throw his money away and decided to sign Ronda Rousey and have her debut on a He didn't day. sign Ronda Rousey. Well, he he contra- he contracted Ronda Rousey to make an appearance on Ring of Honor pre-taped television to do some angle with, with Ember Moon, right? With well, She did a tag team match with Marina Shafir. So everything that Ronda has done since leaving the WWE – has been freelance. to team up freelance rev pro ring of honor has all been to team with marina shafir now i don't know if it was from rev pro or freelance or if it was no, no i mean like she's like a freelance wrestler. oh yeah okay she's doing freelance all right because there is a free freelance pro wrestling and i know you dabble yeah. a little bit in the chicago indie so i thought that's what you were talking about oh yeah no, um, no. My thing is, though, like, I saw some of what she did with Ember Moon in that match, and she actually, like, I saw people like, where the fuck was this in WWE? Like, so, regardless of my feelings about Ronda Rousey and the fact that I don't watch Ring of Honor, I, I said it before, I don't give a fuck what Ronda does as long as it's not on the TV where I have to watch it. So, like, Fair enough. I'm not watching ROH. I'm not going to spit you going to ROH. Go do your thing and wrestle with your friends. Have fun. <laughs> you keep that. I have a, a severe allergy. To these female wrestlers wrestling barefoot. You got fucking Marina Shafir out there. You got fucking uh, 
Valhalla out there. So it, it gives me, it just grosses me out. There's something about it that just seems dirty and I'm not feeling it. Like, and it's not like a solo thing. Like solo, I feel like he has well feet hygiene. Very good feet hygiene. But I don't know about I've like, always been against the like, Matt Riddle out there with his bare yeah, ass fucking feet. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan of wrestlers wrestling barefoot. Even my boy Rusev learned, broke his foot and put some boots on. You know, like had to. It is what it is. So this this isn't like a female wrestler thing. This is just wrestlers in general wrestling barefoot. At least Solo tapes his feet up. So there's like some coverage. Yeah. It's what we're like learning an here socks. is that Matt doesn't have a feet fetish. I do not have a foot fetish. I'm not a foot <laughs> person in any way, shape, or form. I don't knock you if you are. Do your thing. Like, more power to you. Get those feet picks. Um, and sell them, if that's yeah. your thing. At Patreon.com slash world. I'm just I'm not feeling it. So you take Marina Shafir and her fucking bare ass nasty ass feet over to ROH with Ronda Rousey, keep her off my TV, and I'm happy. I'm good. And if she's doing cool shit with Athena, that's great for Athena because Athena deserves yeah. more more recognition. For sure. I mean, if it get if it gives a positive spotlight onto Athena, but it honestly just feels like he just signed it just for just to like he, he just had her appear just to have her appear. And it's like, why throw and like, like, I may not like Ronda Rousey, but I feel like you and I both can agree that she does have some sort of draw power or some drawing ability in general because she's a name. She's a name. People are going to see that Ronda Rousey shows up somewhere. People are going to talk about it, regardless of how I may feel about her. Her showing up on a pre-taped episode of Ring of Honor, like feels like a waste of your money and i really do feel like this man needs a financial consultant and that's what i'm really spitting here is the way tony khan just throws his money away fair enough or his dad's money i guess let's let's do a real short i just pulled up the results let's do a real short smasher pass on just the results of full gear i love it let's do it uh kingston defends the roh championship against jay lethal Retains the ROH championship against Jay Lethal on the zero hour. Smash Pass. that is fucked. Wait, what? I'm passing the fact not not that he won. I'm just passing the fact that this was a fucking match. Oh, uh, I'm 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 Jay Lethal didn't win, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm smashing that. Claudio Castagnoli defeats Buddy Matthews. Oh, that probably was a banger match. That was probably a killer match. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a smash that because I'm probably going to go back and try to watch that. Uh, it says the match did nothing to further any ill will between the BCC and the House of Black, but it did provide fans a preview of things to come later on in the main show with great in-ring action and a quality win for Castagnoli, even if Matthews could have used the victory more. Um, then we got the ROH World Tag Team Championships. MJF and Samoa Joe retain over the guns. Smash. I'm a pass just because I don't really care for uh, Max having the tag titles right now. With some they're the ROH team. tag titles. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. I don't. I don't care to see it. So I'm a pass. Give it to the Guns. They're a national tag team. Adam Copeland, mm-hmm. Darby Allen, and Sting defeat Christian Cage, Lucas Lucha, Luca Lucha Soros, Lucasaurus. Lucasaurus. And Nick Wayne. 
Pass. How dare they put an L on, on the, the MILF greatest, Hunter? On the MILF Hunter Christian. Come on, man. And the wrestling dinosaur. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. How dare you give Darby a win? AEW International Championship Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley with Orange Cassidy retaining the title. Apparently, they Bleach Report gave this an A. That line that adds up. I mean, it's Mox, it's it's Orange Cassidy, so they probably had a really good killer match there. I'm gonna say Smash just because that is a match I'd probably go back and watch. Like if it was on the card, I'd actually sit down and watch and wouldn't skip it. Unlike that six man tag match we just talked about. We've already smashed this timeless Tony Storm, your new AEW Women's World Champion, defeats Akaru Shida. We can smash it twice. Oh, I definitely smashed it twice. They gave the match C plus. Don't care. Timeless Tony Storm's champion. That's all I need. She's the best. Uh, just mentioned by me the ladder match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. It is uh, Roosh and so there are what are they called? Um, Los Gobernable. Yeah, LFI. Uh, versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill, who are your tag team champions. Versus FTR versus the Kings of the Black Throne with Starks and Big Bill getting the win over LFI, FTR, and the House of Black. Big pass. I do not give a fuck about Big Bill. I feel like they've really squandered Ricky Starks. I'm not, uh, granted, I don't know what he's doing currently, but it, it just it felt like the moment they took the titles off of FTR, it felt like an odd, weird move. Yep. Booking decision wise, and to this day, how I dare feel... you be friends with CM Punk? I mean, Ricky Starks is also friends with CM Punk, so it's kind of yeah, true. That's that's fair. Yeah, it's like how dare both of you be friends with Ricky Stark uh, with with CM Punk? Ricky Starks is only one person. Big Bill, you don't like CM Punk, right? Okay, cool. That's good enough for me. Like I don't get it because it seemed like they were setting up like a, another match, like the fourth match with the Bucks, and then and then the Bucks had this title shot for forever, and we're gonna talk about it in a sec. But the whole booking of this tag team division is just complete dog shit. So I, I was reading a little bit here. Okay. Uh, also, already smashed this double smash. Julia Hart defeats Chris Statlander at Sky Blue smash, to become the TBS champion. It says. Sky Blue entered the arena to new theme music. Yes. With a new look, completing her transition from the more generic babyface persona to this darker version. As long as she still has the shorts, I'm still going to smash. She did. I need, she did. I need to see this entrance. And depending on how she looked, that might have to be our thumbnail. We'll see. Um, <laughs> AEW's latest signee slash Texas Deathmatch, Hangman Page versus Swerve. So the Osprey announcement. Mm-hmm. Smash or pass? Uh, Gargle. Yeah. He was pretty much already there. Gargle. Smash or pass? I'll, I'll just leave the room. It's it's one of those things where like I, I'm just going to walk walk in and walk out. But Texas Deathmatch, uh, Swerve versus Hangman. I actually saw clips of this on Twitter with like staples and shit and them fucking each other up. This is a blood feud. Swerve was in this man's house talking to his child and shit. I'm going to smash. Uh, I'm going to smash it, too, just because I saw that Prince Nana had, like, a great entrance with, and like, Swerve dance, 
And Swerve, dude, shout out to Swerve, man. They're building up Swerve. Like, I'm over here, like, criticizing a lot of AEW, but they're doing Swerve right. They're doing Swerve right. I should have done this a while ago. This was supposed to be here the entire time. I fucked that up. Oh, uh, no. Huge, huge pass. Kenny Omega and Jericho defeat the Young Bucks and take their AEW Tag Team Championship match bullshit. Stupid. She switched from a snapback to a crown. Ooh. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Jericho and Omega winning that match. Uh, pass. 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 Huge pass. Can't pass it enough. Fuck that. Um, and then our main event... Which they, they, what? Yeah, I was is a little confused. I was a little is confused. This, is this right? It says AW World Championship match Adam Cole versus Switchblade Jay White. Due to injury, MJF was unable to compete in the main event and defend his AW World Championship against Jay White. So his best friend Adam Cole stepped up and competed in his absence despite also being injured and having recently undergone surgery on his ankle. MJF drove back to the arena a la Stone Cold Steve Austin in a Vince Russo fever dream, hit the ring to defend his title. Okay. I was like, Adam Cole did not. Did not. That's what they had it advertised, and I was confused. I'm like, how the fuck is Adam okay. Cole def- defend the title for MJF? And what happens when he re- when if he successfully retains it for MJF? Does is it kind of like keeping won. my seat warm or like holding my place in line type of scenario? Or is it this is my spot now? Move, bitch. Uh, MJF won, which I knew was going to happen. Samoa Joe needs to take that belt off him. So that's a smash for the guy that does the sister Abigail not as good as Bray Wyatt. Losing the match. Mm, I'm not going to smash it, but I'm not going to pass it. I'm going to cuddle it. You can cuddle it. I'm going to cuddle it. Uh, overall, just based on the two women's matches, smashing full gear. Yeah, it sounded like a good pay per view. Outside from like the tag matches that I don't really care about, the the Jericho and Kenny versus the Bucks, and of course the six man tag with Team Darby, Adam Adam Copeland, and Sting versus Christian. Aside from that, everything seemed like oh, it's, it's all good shit. All right, Vince, what was your favorite show you watched this week? Oh, it's got to be SmackDown, man. It's got to be. You know, oh, man, that's tough because Raw had some good Judgment Day stuff. Yeah, but SmackDown had Santos. SmackDown had Damage Control. I'm going to give it to SmackDown just because they had slightly bit more. Like, I'm only like, I only really swallowed the Judgment Day stuff. And granted, it was spread throughout the show, but I'm going to say SmackDown because of the Santos stuff without WOO. Then you had the damage control stuff, which I liked, plus the Dragon Lee match, and then the promo with Paul Heyman, and then LA Knight match with uh, Jim Musso. So, yeah, SmackDown. I'm not going to get up and do it again, but uh, I'm picking NXT because uh, the family and the tag team titles. Just pretend I'm waving that Sicilian flag like I was earlier. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, I put it I put it away, and I'm not going to get it. Wave that Sicilian dick around, Matt. I will. I will. <laughs> uh, Vince. Yes. Where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SES Vince. The link tree in my bio takes you to everything 
that used to be Straight Talk. So all the archives of Straight Talk is still there. Go ahead and check out past episodes, even though right now it's defunct. Uh, go check out Get Your Podcast. Go ahead and check out Smackin' Raw. All the links in my bio. And hit up Vincent Survivor Series if you're there next weekend. Yeah. Um, Pornhub.com slash model slash creation world. Ladies and gentlemen, that is still my favorite place for you to find us. We still have Pornhub exclusives there that you can go watch. It is still the coolest fucking thing about this show is that we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Everything Creation World can be found on Instagram, TikTok, and X at It's Creation World, I-T-S, C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Uh, also, creationworld.com is back. It is up. You can go there, and it'll get you links to everything you want from us. You guys can follow me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R or at Getting Offed. Uh, Matt Ritter's for your wrestling content. Getting Offed, which again, tomorrow, same time, 11 p.m., come join us, uh, is for your horror content. And everywhere else, that's Instagram, Blue Sky, Threads, and TikTok at Smackin' It Raw. For Daddy Delgado, the Pornhub Poppy, the Sultan of Spitter Swallow, my friend Vince. I am the patron saint of podcasts and the warden Matt Ritter. And this has been your number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub.